stronger together. Remember that one? Well, on today's show, we're going to flash back to an interview that took place last year at Rebels HQ, featuring GM Nick Styles and CEO Baden Stevenson. Bang Bang Rebel Gang. Let's ride. We the PAC, this our POD. Good afternoon, ladies and tunnies. You're listening to the Pack Podcast powered by the Pig Athletic Club. My name is Sione, and if this is your first time joining us, we are a touring rugby club and reform meme media platform for the players. We're simply here to make rugby great again, one meme at a time. Please welcome my co host, everyone's favourite fear, Polly Palangi, Mr. Lione Fellini. Free the gang, homies. I know I look like I'm in the jail cell, but look, it's Wednesday. We're happy to be here. Yeah, we're back. Uh, oh, we're you're back. back. You're back. I was here last week on my lonesome. And uh, we did have a yeah. question, and I'll, I'll swing it up here. We'll replace our icebreaker with this question. Where were you, mate? You left Sunday all alone. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> What happened to you last week, man? I was listening going, this guy's having a fucking moment. Oh, man. I was like nearly about to turn it off. Lucky you switched over to the boys because tell you what, I digress. It was horrible. He was rambling like an idiot. Well, where were you, mate? Well, thanks for asking, mate. On Valentine's Day, our beautiful um, Gianna, Gigi, was born. And uh, that's what I was doing, mate. Pack pathways. Uh, pack pack women's pathways, team. baby. Yeah, she's staying away, well away from it, mate. <laughs> and the name, where did it come from? I was expecting Tony with an I, a one. Oh, her middle name's Tony. <laughs> yeah. We're going it with Tony. Is. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Ah, uh, anyways. So, um, I was lost, mate, trying to think of a Balangi name, but it's, um, no, um, I don't know. We couldn't decide a name for ages, and then just come home from the hairdressers one time and said she likes. She heard this nickname Gigi that she liked. I was like, "Oh, that's fucking pretty cute." Gang, gang. It's like, what's the name for it? And then um, she's like, "Oh, Gianna." I was like, "Fuck, that's it. That's the name, Gianna Tony." So, Gianna Tony Franny. <laughs> nice. And uh, oh, this week we have uh, Rebels GM Nick Styles, and also. Former CEO, uh, Baden. Uh, this was recorded last year. We're going to chuck it in this week's pod because uh, we want to show what the Rebels have been building the last few Burn years. City, baby. For Rebels fans, get out and support them this week against the Brumbies. But this is, uh, I thought we should show the interview. Uh, we were going to uh, release it, but then I held back when uh, all the off-field things were happening. But we're going to chuck it on this week's pod. So uh, tune in for that and just show what they have actually been working for and uh, what I think they're going to get this year reward on the field. Hopefully, um, they won't, won't be there last season. So, uh, uh, thank you, Tony, of the week. Uh, is this going to be Gigi? Is she going to be a thank you, Tony? Yeah, well, thank you, Tony, to um, my beautiful fiance for just being such a good sport, you know? You know, it's been a, a tough week for her. That uh, is, is number one. Thank you, Tony. I've got three. Um, my second thank you, Tony, goes to uh, Survivor for finally um, kicking out Kelly. She's fucking mad as mad as um, cut snake, old Kelly. She reckons she's a psychologist, but I tell you what, I reckon she'll put someone in there. Fucking is old Survivor is that the TV show? Yeah, mate. 
Other than watching. Yeah. Oh, mate. Kelly's a piece of work. She just does not shut up. Uh, anyway, she got finally voted out last night and then made some scenario up like she sacrificed herself because she's so compassionate and blah, blah, blah. No, it's because you're fucking annoying. Um, <laughs> uh, it's good that you can get it off your heart because I can tell it's fit. <laughs> mate, what a fucking weapon. <laughs> she is a weapon. And then my third thank you, Tony, is uh, Super Rugby is back this week. And um, I'm just going to throw it out there, one to watch for this year. Um, once again, in Fiji and Raw is uh, Armstrong Ravula, number 10, replacing Teddy Teller. He played for the 20s. Yeah. He's gone, bruh. Armstrong. All right. Yeah. Oh, that's not his actual first name. Let me find out what his actual first name is. Armstrong. Um, he's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it only gave me Armstrong Ravula. That's why. Uh, number 10. Anyway, number 10. Yeah. Um, and the fucking draw, mate, they just keep evolving, eh? Like, they've lost some lost some names, but then they've got these dudes that are probably equally as fast and equally as good. Yeah. But uh, Armstrong and Buller, number 10. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Tony. Um, I want to start off my thank you, Tony, with uh, thank you, Tony. Uh, Johnny said I have to be nicer to everybody in pack. Um, so I'm going to start with you, mate. Uh, firstly, I wrote down... Oh, Mother, right, motherhood man. motherhood looks good on you mate so congratulations on uh, baby Gigi and uh, welcome back mate uh, thank uh, you but my other thank you Tony is Pack Pathways our uh, we're actually expanding out of uh, Australia uh, we're staying in Australia but we've got uh, we've got a little team that's going to be uh, looking after our MLR content this year and then also uh Got a little team uh, looking after, including myself, uh, Super Rugby Old Picky. So uh, keep an eye out for some yeah. of the new little... Oh, Chuck Horry, you're looking after that one. <laughs> <laughs> you're a fucking creep, mate. Well, I don't you know are... what you mean, mate. <laughs> a respectful... Oh. guy. <laughs> Anyways, I'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it brings us to the scrams of the week. Uh, I'll let you go first before I bring the negativity up to another level. <laughs> Oh, well, um, first, my uh, screams goes to you. Um, you are pretending you're speaking French and uh, lip syncing it on the video again, mate. I know you're trying to say, oh, it's AI, mate. I'm doing it on AI. But no, I know your tricks, mate. You're, you, you've got, you're saying it, but you're trying to say it as if you were saying it. But you're not, mate. I'm just telling you now. I'm just telling the world. The biggest screams I've ever met, mate. <laughs> we're not at the fucking G. We're not at the G20 summit, mate. You're not going to fucking earpiece in, pretending you fucking speaking French. We're hey, on here, I'm mate. trying to connect to a new audience. We had a French guest on, so I thought I'd do the first part in French. But my French isn't that good, so I, I use the AI generator to translate my English and use yeah, my and voice. Then, yeah, and you're trying to use, and you're trying to pretend you're saying it yourself, mate. Mate, we're trying we're to connect you. in the future. We're all mate. Over you. <laughs> Yeah. That was my response mate. to you getting up me <laughs> after I responded, fucking AI, mate. do you even know how it works? And then I'm like, okay, I need to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just laughing, guys. It is so easy to get in his head. He'll be sweating in the garage. You AI, you even know what I mean? I'm fucking quit again. You appreciate me. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, sorry, and I got another one. Oh, so. Whilst our baby Gigi was um, in hospital, we were in there all week, mate. We just had to monitor the blood pressure, nothing crazy. But, mate, fuck, my missus is like, oh, why don't you just order the um, the family thing? So, obviously, her food is free. 
because it was in public. We went full, um, we went full gator mode. Um, and anyway, and like, oh, you can have a partner meal. I'm like, yes, yeah, sweet ass, just order me a burger. Anyway, fucking ten years later, I had to fucking walk downstairs to pay for it, bring up a slip, hand it into the front fucking desk on the level eight or wherever she was. Then they had to call through and write on some notes saying it's partner meal that it's been paid. Just fucking have my $15. I'll fucking go to the shops, mate. Like, oh, whoever thought of that systems, yeah, that system, the food system for the partners there in, in the hospital, needs a fucking Fuck, good hard yeah. look at themselves. It sounds mate. like it was Christine Fabulous that fucking set that up. <laughs> No, Christine Fabulous department <laughs> was one hundred percent scrams, um, scrams, and fucking in, in charge of that yeah. for sure. Uh, speaking of scrams, unit, can I have a dig back at our former supreme leader, Johnny? Is Johnny, my yeah. scrams of the last few weeks? He's been fucking carrying on that scrams bastard. Sorry, sorry for my language, uh, but Johnny's meant to be a touring manager. Uh, Hong Kong 10's coming up and he's been radio silent for the last since the last social tour and uh, now we're going to pack bar bars oh, Johnny wants to go uh, bird box and uh, he's been trying to take some of our pack bar bar sponsors over to his little social tour that he's doing just because he can't make it to Hong Kong so uh, Johnny is my scrams of the week uh, stealing sponsors also trying to intercept uh, our pack bar bars player recruitment drive we had a few boys in KL and in Asia that you know we had uh, down for Hong Kong and Johnny's gone and told him nah nah you go play for some another kidding. team and I've gone to hit them up and they're like oh sorry Johnny said that uh, you guys aren't going anymore which in his defence <laughs> it didn't look like we were going because he wasn't doing his job and uh, so Johnny mate I might have added a bit of Hollywood sprinkles here but you're our scrams of the last few weeks mate um, Mate, you're you're a real fucking sex tourist, Johnny. Why don't you just go to Hong Kong? You know what I mean? You don't have to go to Pattaya your whole life. Yeah, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sick. <laughs> and uh, I got one more scrams. Uh, it's one of Johnny's other friends in pack. Uh, you know him very well. Uh, his name is Ryan Trini. He's our scrams pack GM that uh, pack Baba's GM that has got the sack. Uh, we've been undefeated in Asia with JB as our GM uh, before COVID. And then COVID happened. Uh, we entered the Aussie touring scene with Farini as our uh, Pack Barbar's GM. And uh, 0 4 record at Aqua Rugby and also at Bris Vegas. Farini's <laughs> kind had to do a Melbourne Rebels and retire as CEO uh, of the Pack Barbar's. And now Tino's taking over. To be fair. Okay, to my defence, can I have a rebuttal here? Yeah, yeah. So when we did the sevens at the last Bruce Vegas we played in, I really just wanted to have people on the team that would end people. And did yeah, we get that? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yes, tick. But did so, we get it on camera? No, because I was watching going, wow, that was cool. I should well, have had my camera cool. up. But but that was my main purpose, to fucking smoke dudes. I just wanted dudes that put shots on. And did that happen? Yes. Tick. Tick. Okay. Um, have I? What tournament have I lost before that? Maybe Cobra, but no one gives a fuck about that. That's serious. Aqua. You know what I mean? Aqua. Okay. And, and to my defence, I knew it was my last hurrah. Right. So I've gone down to Aqua. Yeah. And we've said we have to lose. We have to lose. 
every game because we don't need to play any more rugby than we need to. Yeah. And to my defence, did I put the biggest shot on of the day? Yes. You actually got MVP for our team. Tick. Did I get the drunkest out of anyone? <laughs> yes. Tick. Um, fuck, where do I start? Did, did I you ruin the Christmas so tree in Manly? Tick. <laughs> did we get kicked out of the backpackers of the first night? <laughs> Tick. Mate, what? In my eyes, like, correct me if yeah. wrong here, it was a complete success. That's true. Okay, uh, we'll keep on this positive vibe that you're, you're kind of grooving on at the moment, mate. Who was the best at being uh, making us lose at Aqua out of the selections that you selected? We were there for one reason, yeah. to just chop piss and have fun and drink strawberry daiquiris and really regret our bank balance on the fucking Monday after, right? Yeah. Did we do, go down and do that? Yes, yes we, we did. did. Yeah, Were but I want to be toxic, champions? mate. Name yes. a name. Who was the worst player? I don't, um, I don't really want to name names or really single anyone out, but David Henway. David Henway. <laughs> when the ball was in his hands, I was like, what? Does he even know how to play what rugby? Is he do- <laughs> what is he doing? What is he doing? <laughs> Pass to James Trithui because he's better than fucking old David yeah, here. True. We'll get some Jeez. footies and chuck it up on, online. That's what I wanted to do. <laughs> Anyway, I tell you what, that was, I'm glad that was the last hurrah because I, that that weekend, since that weekend, I was like, you know what, I'm hanging up the fucking stubby yeah. cooler, I'm done. Do you have any um, advice to Tino who's taken over from your position? What not to do? Well, I would say he's got big shoes to fill, but <laughs> fucking try me his shoe, mate. If you want to be, just, and I've said it once before, if you want to be a shoe rep, Give a pair of shoes to Tino, and if they stand the last, of time, they stand the, the test of time with his feet, then you fucking, you know, you, you've got yourself a durable pair of shoes. Yeah. Whoever made those pair of pack pants, by the way, many years oh, ago. Oh yeah, that he's been wearing. That he's worn day. I don't think he's got another pair of pants. He's worn those shorts since the inception. Yeah. And so whoever made those pants, and whoever made the crotch of those pants, where his thighs rubbed together. Need some sort of Nobel Peace Prize if you're asking me, mate. Because I tell you what, he he's got a bit going on down there. And I do too. Yeah. I want to know who it is. I want to get all my pants made there. Because I tell you what, they're fucking invincible. Just like imagine wearing that. Imagine bars. wearing a body suit. Imagine wearing a body suit of that in war. You get shot with a bullet and bounce right off. Fuck. Yeah. So uh, congratulations, Tino, and uh, we look forward to. A successful Samoan Prime Minister taking over. The, uh, oh, I actually didn't league. answer the question whatsoever, did I? <laughs> I forget what the question was. <laughs> um, what's he going to do? Uh, just don't slap anyone. <laughs> yeah. you what, if, you yeah. cop, if you cop one of those size 16 hands around the chops, you'll fucking feel it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, for the listeners, uh, we're going to Hong Kong 10s. Uh, we'll be announcing the squad in a few, in probably two weeks, we'll be announcing the squad. So keeping up for that, doing a little bit of Who a Who is the squad, mate? Draft. You, you tell me. Yeah. Oh, shout out there. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make us it, show to how scrams we are, mate. Oh, you know what? We're going to reveal them one by one. <laughs> It'll lead up. <laughs> the lead show up on the, turf from the Hong Kong tens. Oh, because we are getting them one by one. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and if anyone wants to play, let's know. 
sorry. Oh, we're back. We're back. We're back to continue our unbeaten run at Inasia. <laughs> Hope you buy some PPE for the for the tour as well. Because you can put up with chainsaw for a couple of days, but I tell you what, a week's a long time. <laughs> so just maybe get some compulsory earbuds for the boys. What, mate? I, I changed my scrams. Whoever the fucking Rebels accountant was, who was that? <laughs> Hang him out to dry, mate. I'm saying it's the same as else. How are the accounts looking? Oh. Uh, but first question is uh, that's our union state of origin. It's not as big as the league one, but with first round, we've got uh, at Suncorp, the Reds up against the Tars. Uh, we dust, oh, we as in the Reds dusted them in the trial two weeks ago. How do you see, uh, someone wants to know, how do you see this one going? I was giving the teams before, and as they say on Love Island, on paper, <laughs> um, the Waratahs look red hot. But I'm telling you what, the boys are fucking going to get their Les kiss on and they're <laughs> fucking going to absolutely tear these boys apart. Yeah. Respectfully. Respectfully. Uh, I'm actually going for, I actually think the Waratahs will get up on this one. I just got a vibe, mate. mate. Got I got a vibe. Fucking, they've, got a good, they've got a good team. Who, Queensland? No, Waratahs. Tars. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the, the Queensland team, I reckon they're, they're good, man. I, I, I was surprised. They surprised um, I'm a big fan of... Um, Harry McLaughlin Phillips, I would I would have started him secretly. Who's, I haven't but, even um, seen the Queensland team. Who's the starting ten? So, uh, Liner. Oh, he hasn't Liner's even been right playing. Oh, yeah, he's I good. He he's just good. hasn't been playing. Yeah, and um, but I really like Harry McLaughlin Phillips. I reckon he's the answer with uh, Clyde Gordon. Yeah, they're the future. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And I reckon Tars have got a really good side. Yeah, on paper, starting fifteen. Um, but myself and Einstein will go to, into it a little bit in depth uh, after this. But who do you think is going to be finishing this season as MVP of Super Rugby? Um, Armstrong Ravula. Oh, you actually think he's going to be the best player or he's just going to be? He's going to be breakthrough, baby. Okay. Hunter Paisam has got a point to prove. I hope he plays a bit of a chip on his shoulder because fucking hell. I love watching that bloke play. He's yeah. he's unreal. I, like, I love how he just steamrolled. Um, who was that dude? Last week. Yeah, I don't want to say his From name. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, oh, oh, bro. Yeah. You, you got fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Hunter Paisami, mate, he's been one of my favourites for fucking a long time now. Um, I reckon he's going to do a job. Uh, I reckon a, a big year, a big a big Sully. I would love to see him. Hit his straps. Yeah. Um, we can see he does. He can do it. He just hopefully, hopefully this this coach brings the best out of him. I yeah. fucking love to see it. Yeah, looking forward to uh, the Reds doing well again. Well, they were, haven't been shit shit, but um, kicking on with the talent that we have. One one thing I was surprised is Jock Campbell not starting at fifteen. Who's starting fifteen? Oh, who's thirteen? Fluke. Mm. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Nah, that's actually a gun team. Um, that was the only rugby questions. We only got one left, but I don't know if we want to do this one. Uh, <laughs> since Freeney's the expert at love, uh, and Shona somehow hasn't had any love ever, Freeney, can you give Shona some tips? And uh, Shona, can you show us what kind of chat you'd give to girls? 
I've got a really good, and I've said it a few times now, but I've got a really good, really good uh, thing for you, man. And I think, you know, everyone's been missing it. Um, but I, I think I'll put my finger on the real reason you haven't found love. Um, and, and after some recent videos I've sent you on TikTok, uh, I honestly think you should enter dating on the spectrum. Oh, so I did say it the other day because, yeah. Yeah. I reckon you, I reckon you'll be great. <laughs> I'll do some damage on that show. I, I don't think I don't think I can't I can't do some damage. Just singing bulk, bulk songs. Oh, what <laughs> what are you talking about, brother? I like sing-alongs. That's what I mean, mate. <laughs> um, and you guys don't want to hear mate, what seriously, are you'll my find chat's another like. bird that sits in a garage all day, and you'd be yeah, fine perfect. Or we'll just leave me the fuck alone. Oh, well, that was a little bit heated. <laughs> and guys, I've actually got a love interest. So uh, yeah, get off my back, mate. I've uh, I've courted someone. Uh, anyways, uh, we'll cross over to Ironside and myself. Welcome, Ironside. How you been, hey, mate? mate? How are you? Yeah, good, good. Can't complain. Super Rugby starting up this week, so let's dive right on in. We're going to take, uh, we've got six teams each. We're going to preview each team. Uh, we've got six each. Uh, you want to go one and then I'll go one? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. You can uh, take it away. Um, I'm going to start with our um, bestest of friends, our new bestest friends, uh, the Waratahs. Um, my team for this year, um, as always, as a New South Welshman. Yep. We've um, had a pretty, nothing to, let's not hide from the fact we've had a pretty rubbish preseason. They've got beaten in most games, but I think that, that you can't read too much into that. I mean, it's classic on paper, they look good, but I think they've got a pretty big mobile forward pack. Yeah. Um, and I feel like the key this year, which is sounds funny to say it for an Australian team, but I think Bell and Harry Johnson Holmes, that that front row pairing can really dominate a scrum um, with Parecki or Mahe in, depending who I think that that's a good solid foundation. Um, and on that, my two players to watch for them, I think this year will be uh, Miles Amatissimo, who's come back from a, um, a trip in France, uh, left the country when he was 18, came back. Um, we saw him in person. He's a big boy. Um, he looks pretty mobile, so I'm pretty excited to see him play. And he gets it mentioned every year, but he got injured, and I think that this might be another a real big stepping for him, up step up for him. Is uh, Langy Gleeson? Yeah. I feel like everyone's been pretty quiet on him because he, he was kind of uh, didn't feature in the World Cup and all that. But I think he's in for a big year, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing him play. Probably yeah. the most out of all. Yeah, they were uh, my former team. They were, I was on their bandwagon last year. I'm back on Burn City this year. Uh, but I'll kick my start with. Uh, I'll actually kick start with this beer. Thanks to our mates at Black Ops. <laughs> ah, I digress. <laughs> All right. I'll kick start with uh, Moana Pacifica. Uh, the preseason form. They might they might not have got the wins on the board, but they're looking fit. They're looking and they're looking ready to bang. Oh, Julian, the bus Savia at twelve looks like a school bus with faulty brakes. It's giving it's giving the movie speed. It's giving. I'm too scared to tackle the bus, Mister Coach. Um, I think these guys are going to go one better and finish second last. So, which is uh, still a win. I still win in their eyes. A uh, player to watch is a young Kyron. He's young. He made his debut for Tonga in the World Cup last year. Young outside back, Kyron Domofalau. Uh, I think he came through the – he's New Zealand born, New Zealand raised, but he was quick to go for Tonga in the sevens and in the fifteens as well. Uh, so look out for Kyron Domofalau. 
Um, I'm going to move across the Dutch, um, as we would say, to the Hurricanes. They had a good last game but against Moana, where, yeah. but they had a big loss to the Highlanders in the preseason. And their teammates came out today and they had um, Cam Rodgard, Rodgard on the, I can't ever say his name, Rodgard on the bench. No Sevilla this year. I feel like they're going to have to lean on um, Jordy Barrett big time. I think he's going to have to really step up. Yeah. I think they're pretty much, they're in a bit of a transition. Um, yeah, I think they'll be pretty up and down. Um, like, like having Rod Rogard on the bench in Lomax um, this week as well. You know, you can never count a Kiwi side out. So I think they'll still be pretty strong. Um, yeah. But I don't think they're going to feature in the final. Oh, oh, big call. Big call. Mm. All right, I'll go to one of my other former bandwagon teams, the Queensland Reds. Uh, shaky start to the preseason against the Force, but finished off with a bang against the Tars. HP, like the source, Hunter Pazami is a man on a mission during preseason. So look for him to be the leader. Um, not with, not so much with his um, with his voice because he's very quiet, but with his actions this season. Player to watch is uh, Harry McLaughlin Phillips. He's a young 10-12, played under 20s last year, and uh, I think is a future Wallaby uh, in the making. So watch out for. Harry McLaughlin Phillips. Um, let's keep it with Australian teams then. I'm going to go to the Western Force. Been a lot of chat about them in the preseason. They did have a narrow loss to the Brumbies, beat the Reds. But uh, having Simon Cron there signed for another year, who hopefully we should have on in a couple of weeks. So we've hit him up. He's yep. keen to come on. He's playing a pretty, plays a pretty free flowing style of footy with a lot of like pretty structured, but let's play what's in front of us style. And I think that's really going to suit. I think a big connection this year will be like the between the 10 and 15. Yeah. Um, with Bury being a few, like a previous played 10 there and a 15, I think that they'll connect. I think they'll be able to attack both sides of the field pretty early. I think that I think they're building the force, and I think that they could sneak. They're gonna. I think they're gonna sneak some wins against some you know better sides, and I think they can easily be one of the best teams in Australia. Yeah, they're not my top pick for Australia, but um, I'll leave that to one of my other picks coming later. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he is building actually North's 2.0 with Bury moved to <laughs> um, fullback and it's pretty much Donaldson is just pretty much Harry Bury at 10. <laughs> um, all right. I've, man, my next it's one. <laughs> yeah, my next one is the Highlanders, a.k.a. World Champs of Preseason. World champs on preseason, and they're going on one. Maybe not to the top of the table, but they're going on one to the mid, sort of mid. Uh, new recruit Jacob Ratu Matavuki Neepkins, holy, went on one last year in the NPC competition, and I think, uh, and he did actually help uh, Taranaki win the win the win the league. So look for him to kickstart their comeback season this year. Uh, player to watch is Jonah Lowe. He's uh, he's been around the traps. I, I believe he was with the Chiefs, uh, but he's a proven ball. He's a proven baller. So keep an eye out for jo- Jonah Lowe. I always, always like on that. Just quickly, I, I love seeing the Highlanders do well. Um, yeah, um, they always got big crowds, and they were pretty rubbish last year. So, yeah, and they just attack preseason and put their best sides out all the time. Fuck it, yeah. wins are wins. This is big country boys just coming through. Yeah, um, I'm gonna, I'll go back over the Dutch to their probably their local uh, their rival. I'm gonna go to the Crusaders. Last year's champs, uh, big changes in the team, new coach. Well, overseas for most of the preseason. Probably not putting out their kind of A team. No Will Jordan this year will be a massive loss for them. He's probably the best outside back, I think, in world rugby. Um, big call out, I know. But um, 
Could be a tough year, but you never count out the Crusaders if yeah. they've learned anything over Super Rugby. You never count them out. They haven't. They've got a pretty, um, pretty new kind of starting um, fifteen, but they've got Crotty, Franks, and Moody on the bench coming on. Um, so interested to see how that plays out this year. Um, I'm going to go uh, play to watch is uh, Levi. Uh, I fucking was trying to pronounce this before. Amua. I did it. Levi Amua. Yeah, yeah. So um, Fuck, I forgot he was feel there. Like he's a, He's got a good chance this year with like no Jordan there. Um, there's always plenty of tries to be scored. So I'm looking forward to see. Yeah, he, I think he's going to have a really good year. And I think the Crusaders always, you can't count them out. Like yeah. you can say they've got different players. I still think they're going to be featuring very late in the season. Yeah. Uh, it'll be good to see, um, what's his name? The former Waratahs coach, Penny, to yeah. finally get a dot on the board after going zero for that one season at least last season at the Tars <laughs> alright uh, next on my list was the Fijian and Drua uh, steady preseason form but these guys uh, they're always tough they might have a poor preseason the other year and then they just came out of the blocks firing but they got a tough task uh, round one against the Blues uh, but player I think the key player for them this year is Frank Lamani he's proven to be world class throughout the World Cup and uh, once again he's going to be the key to their success uh, Freeney was raving on about some kid that he had no idea what his first name was Armstrong uh, he's, just, he's, he's a half cast pretty much he thinks it's his kid. It's half cast, uh, half cast Fijian. Uh, he's the new number, t- new number ten. But I'm going to give my player to watch to um, their number twelve, Apisalume Vota. Uh, he's giving Samu Kadevi 2.0. They pretty much run the ball similar, similarly, and his uh, combination with Masi in the middle of the park, I think, is going to be deadly this season. All right. Well, I'm going to go to my pick for the best Australian team and uh, they've been under the wraps the whole of preseason and to be fair I probably ignored them as well and then I just went through and had a quick look at their team is the Brumbies yeah. um, they're pretty lucky I guess because such a small kind of area they're from but they've got such big support but um, yeah I haven't heard much like talk about and they've had some decent wins in preseason um, I think they've easily got the forward pack in Australian um, rugby at the moment um, Hooper uh, Valentini, um, Slipper, you know, some big names there. Um, I think they're going to look – I think they look really good. Um, my player to watch for them, uh, Noah. Um, I think Noah's going to be real key in that. He didn't get a start. No one talked about him. He's not been given much opportunity. I think it's a good time post-World Cup. I think he's a fucking red-hot 10, and I think he's going to give it a red-hot go. Yeah. And then just that – we talked about a forward pack, but even their back line, like Icky Tao back. Um, oh, and then they back the the back three of uh, White Dynamite Muirhead, Muirhead, <laughs> Tool and Wright. Um, I feel like the, I f- no one's talked about them. And to be fair, until I did some little bit of my research, um, I'd watched some play. Until I did some research about you know what their final team would be, I yeah. think they're I think they're probably the best team in Australia at the moment. Yeah, fuck. You just name those names, and I'm like, fuck. I didn't even look into it. And I backed. Yeah. I didn't back him this week for round one. Oh shit! <laughs> oh well. Oh well. <laughs> That's good chat. That's good chat. <laughs> That's why we're here to remind everyone. Exactly. All right. Exactly. We're reviewing. We're previewing our own. Yeah. Season. <laughs> yeah. What game? What games are going to choose to watch um, the highlight for, and what games are going to choose to watch yeah. for the game? <laughs> uh, okay. My next team is across the Dutch, the Chiefs. Uh, just after falling short last season, I feel like the Chiefs have come with a school shooter chip on their shoulder, like they're going to fuck everyone this year. Like, 
everyone, especially the Crusaders. A uh, few names. Uh, actually, I looked at their starting lineup for this week and um, the back row and the second row. Akoi, Dupol Va'ai, Sami Benny Fino, Boshia, and Luke Jacobson at number eight. Mate, somebody's going to get f- jacked this this round one. So, mate, the Chiefs are on one. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna get there, uh, but I think they're just gonna bash bash some carrots this season. So, um, watch your backs because they're out for blood. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited to see Chiefs. That's a fucking killer. Yeah. Um, your 2024 uh, <laughs> champions in the making are the Blues. Feel like, mate. I feel like this has got to be the Blues year. On a completely, I think I've said a few times. On a complete side note, their little white jersey retro number. If that doesn't get them over the line, nothing will. <laughs> they had a pretty dominant preseason. They flogged everyone in Japan, and then came back and got a win as well. I feel like they've got the best backline in the comp. Like with Talia, Clark, Ioni. Like, f- fuck. That's like you got three John Alamu sized blocks that can fucking. Towel up. I think they're going to cause some absolute chaos in the back line. And I think that they're, in saying that, I still think they're player to watch. It's a pretty easy one. Papa Lee, yeah. um, big captain there. I feel like he's going to be in for a big year. Um, he's really matured over the last kind of like two years, I guess. He had a pretty good World Cup campaign. Um, yeah, I think it's hard to look past the Blues this season. I think they're fucking, yeah. they're going all the way. Uh, I'll leave my predictions for our top four team finishes, but uh, I'll finish off with my Burn City Rebels. Uh, the preseason form uh, has just given me more reason to back them this year. Uh, their bank accounts might not be balancing, but best believe the Rebels will be out to level some more, level the doubters uh, this season, uh, even if it is their final season. Uh, player to watch is uh, everyone. Everyone in a Rebels jersey is out to fight for survival. So, mate. Melbourne Rebels, mate. Uh, just hot tip. They're going to be number one in my top four. <laughs> <laughs> we probably should have done our top four first because we can't help ourselves. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> the way I'll edit it and chop it up different, it'll be, it'll be sweet. <laughs> All right. Let's get to our top four finishes for Super Rugby 2024. Um, these are my top four teams starting at four. I think this is going to be a shock. The Crusaders at four. Okay, okay. And then I'm going to go at three, the Brumbies at three. I'm going to double down on what I've said about Brumbies. I think they're going to have a good year. Yeah. Two, the Chiefs. And number one, the Auckland Blues. Um, hard to go past them. I think it'll be, I'd love it to be Love it to be like a Brumbies-Chiefs final, Brumbies-Blues final, but I think it's going to be a Blues-Chiefs final. I yeah. think you can't look past that. That'll still be a good game. Too bad that's not yeah. going to be the game. Blues will be there, but that won't be the game. Uh, this Super Rugby season top four will be Hurricanes. Uh, we'll slide into the top four. Uh, these guys have, I think they've got, on par, if you look at their squad, one of some of the best individual talent in the league, which is why I don't think they're meshing yet to be number one. Um, but they've got guys like uh, Duplessis Karifi, who is He's jacked. He's ready to go. He doesn't have Savir there as top dog, and he's he's taking that top dog tag this season in the four pack. So Duplessis, Karifi, Jordan Barrett, Kenny Naholo also coming through, and Ray Arce. I think they'll uh, slide through at number four. At number three, I've gone with the Chiefs. Uh, 
like I said before, this team actually scares me. Chiefs Mana, I think the, they'll be out, but I think they'll run out of gas towards the end of the season. So uh, Chiefs at number three. At number two, we have the Blues. I think Pedro is going to have a big season and he will push his way back into All Blacks camp um, along with Hoskins Satutu. Um, but I think uh, the depth in their back row, I think, is uh, going to get them far in this in this season because um, we already know what their backs can do. And that, number one, put your hands together for the world champs, bringing Rugby Australia back to the top of Super Rugby the Melbourne Rebels. Carter Gordon leading the ship. Um, the Ford Pack. The, I think Rebels have the best depth in Super Rugby in the Ford, okay, in the Ford Pack. I have to think about that because the Kiwis got some ballers. Uh, but Nella, Lucan, Pone, Pati, mate, they're going to take us to the promised land. So uh, put all your monies on Burn City for championship. Thank you, Daddy. <laughs> I think that might be a nice donation to uh, <laughs> one of the one of the nice sports betting companies that should sponsor us. But uh, yeah, oh, speaking of donation, if you want to help the rebels, I think we should get a GoFundMe going to keep the rebels <laughs> in the competition. <laughs> oh, I think like just because we've done our top four, I just think that um, just looking around the league and some of the teams and post World Cup year, I think it's going to be. And fingers crossed. I think it's going to be a pretty competitive year. I think yeah. there's some good games. Um, I think the gap's probably less to the Kiwis than it usually is because they've lost some of their big names post-World Cup. But yeah. look, I think it's going to be a good year. We need, we need more than anyone, so is New Zealand, for a super heavy season. Yeah. Um, because those those blokes that count the six and kick it to the corner for a, uh, <laughs> and play the ball between their legs is taken over too much. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, okay. Top three players. Who's going to finish MVP of Super Rugby 2024? You want to go? Yeah, I'll go. Um, I've done a Ryan Freen and done a top four because I couldn't pick yeah, a top three. Okay. Um, I'm going four. We talked about him earlier, Langy Gleeson. Um, I just feel like he's just got such a good opportunity this year to have a real red hot crack if he can stay healthy. Um, they've got the kind of right back line for him to do it, to, you know, dominant runs and. Dominant defence. Um, three, uh, he was uh, the best Wallaby at the World Cup in my eyes. Rob Valentini. Oh, I think yeah. he's in for another big year. Um, as we talked about before, Brumbies have just kind of been probably uh, on the back foot uh, in terms of no one talking about him. So, yeah, um, yeah he's one to watch. Um, and at two, Papali'i from the Blues. Yeah. I think, as I spoke about earlier, mate, he's such a dominant ball carrier, such a dominant Akla. He's just... He's not the biggest bloke on the field, but he's just a psychopath. I'd, yeah. I'd love to play. You'd love to have him on your team. You'd hate to play against him. Yeah, um, he's he fucking sexy as well. Mrs. Tom and, um, I guess it, yeah, he's a good-looking good bloke, isn't he, right? Um, and then number one, um, I'm going Mark Talia. Um, oh, I just think – I keep forgetting about I just, <laughs> I just think that 27 now uh, just had a, a decent World Cup. He's probably about to start hitting his – he's already outstanding. Yeah. I think that this is going to be a peak year for him um, to really just, you know, man himself as one of the best wingers that the All Blacks has had because I feel like he has that calibre. Yeah. Um, and look, the Blues are all – if the Blues are doing well, um, usually New Zealand rugby's doing well and I just can see him skyrocketing them to the top. Yeah. 
Uh, I'll go to top four as well. I'll Mark Talia. I missed him. Uh, oh, I keep forgetting Mark <laughs> Talia. He's that slippery. I keep forgetting about him. I'll get him at number four. Uh, but at number three, I've gone his opposite winger. Caleb Clark, uh, he's lost yeah. a heap of weight and he's looking in great nick uh, with opposing teams probably doubling up on uh, Mark Tillier this season. I think Caleb Clark's going to have a lot of uh, mismatches this season, so he's going to get over the trial line and probably just get that one over um, his opposite winger this season. At number two, the only Aussie uh, in the list, Hunter Paisambi. Uh, whispers are that NRL clubs are keen to get him over uh, to the dark sides, but I think uh, HB is going to prove that he's worth every cent to keep him here. Um, and if his preseason form is anything to go by, uh, Reds, might, Reds might do a 2011 and win the whole thing just off his back. They won't, but yeah, it's pretty cool to say. <laughs> <laughs> and MVP for season 2024 is Damien McKenzie. Uh I think he's going to be the greatest All Blacks 10 ever. He's finally getting the opportunity now. I know they've got um, Bowden Barrett coming back, but I think his form this year is just going to prove that, respectfully, you're not needed, bruv. You've had your time. This is the Damon McKenzie empire. Um, he's going to be the best. Richie's my goat at the moment for All Blacks 10s, but I think Damon McKenzie is going to just take it to another level. So, uh Congratulations, Dan McKenzie. Thank you, Tony. Richie's the greatest 10. Yeah, yeah. You mean Carter? No, no, no. No. <laughs> no. He's good. Carter's good, but no. Nah. <laughs> um, fuck, I like, I want Damien. I just, the smiling at the goalpost <laughs> yeah, is such a, yeah. I, I know I'm a piece of shit for saying this. I just, I want to like I really want to like him, but I don't know if like, the smiling just doesn't put me over the edge. And that's, uh, he's also a fucking good player. And yeah. He's good against the world. He's that pissing me off as well. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we uh, swing over to our uh, Rebels CEO, or former CEO, and uh, current GM, uh, let's get our round one picks or tips. So we're go I'm going to go against you. We're going to post put this up, uh, our tips, and I'll put up a I'll put mine in a multi as well, uh, but we'll chuck it up and uh, at the end of the season. So, listeners, let us know. What do you think uh, the penalty should be for whoever loses this tipping comp between myself and Ironside? Um, all right. I'm not cutting, I'm not, I'm not cutting my mullet again. <laughs> Surely it's got to be something worse than that. Oh, mate, anything to do with anything but my appearance, I'll do because I, I really felt like a – a school private school boy again. I didn't like. Yeah, you look real good <laughs> with the mullet gone too. So <laughs> save something us, bruv. Uh, so okay, <laughs> round one. Uh, we'll start off with the Chiefs and Crusaders. Who who's your pick? I think we're both going to go this, but the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yep. Uh, lock in the Chiefs for myself as well. Uh, Rebels versus Brumbies. ACT Brumbies. Yeah, this is where we differ. I'm going Melbourne Rebels. My heart might get me in trouble here, but lock in the Rebels. And if you're in Melbourne, make sure you get out to Amy Park and uh, save the Rebels. Save the Rebels. <laughs> okay, game number three, Western Force in in Perth against the Canes. I'm going to go with my heart here and say the Western Force. Yep. Uh, I just think the force at home, they're always dangerous and Canes have proved not to be so dangerous on the road, especially out in Perth. So I'm going to lock in force as well. 
And uh, Blues versus Drua. And Drua. Blues, Blues, Blues. Blues, yeah. I think we're both uh, back in the Blues this in this one. Uh, Highlanders versus Moana Pacifica. Um, I think the Highlanders. Yeah. Especially at home. Yep, I'm, I'm hoping there will be upset in this game, but I'm going to lock in the Highlanders as well. And to round out round one, we have the Reds versus the Waratahs. I'm going to say pre-season's nothing to go by, and I'm going to say I think the Waratahs are going to win that game. No surprises here. I'm also locking in the Waratahs. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that last one... I don't know, but I'm back in the Waratahs. When I saw their team, I'm like, okay, I'm going Waratahs, mate. I think they'll they'll get I it just, together. I, I just hope that's a good game more than anything. I yeah. hope that's a, a good display of what friendships. Yeah. <laughs> no, no friendships, mate. <laughs> Stay first. Stay first, mate. So it looks like we're only we only differ in one game, the Rebels versus Brumbies. So uh hopefully that game gets a me over the line. Uh, but also uh, let us know what you think uh, the penalty should be at the end of the season for whoever loses this comp. And uh, also let us know your tips so we can uh, return to read it. Anyways, before we cross over to the Rebel gang, Einstein, you got any shout outs? Yeah, I cut out earlier, but just a quick shout out to um, the Gordon Highlanders again. Um, <laughs> it's a good, good start to my preseason. Um Already living rent-free in your head. Um, had, a, had a DM come through from some bloke we've never heard of before. And um, he bit a little piss about them celebrating a Colts uh, pre-season sevens win and it stormed the field. So um, I did see a few Gordon people. You know, I like some of the Gordon people. Saw my mate Ace down there. Had a good yarn with a few of them. But um, always nice to get a little inbox and then biting on something <laughs> I've said about them. So Ironside one, Gordon nil. <laughs> Just let him celebrate, bro. <laughs> I think at West we used to celebrate even when we lost, but it was a close game. We just stormed the field. <laughs> All right, mate. Thanks for coming and good luck for your tips and we'll see you next week. We've uh, headed into the front office now and uh, we'll still play. How well do you know your team? Come on now. We've got Ryan Freeney's favourite coach here, Stalzy. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I'm still shattered for anything. Yeah, <laughs> Don't tell him that. Don't tell that. Everyone's shattered. Yeah. And we've got the king of the Rebels here. The supreme leader. Yeah. King's a bit rough. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're going to see how well you know each other. Mm. Okay. okay. Starting off, what's Baden's hometown? Where's he from? Uh, Canberra. Canberra. Ooh. Correct. 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 Can you give us a bit of a, a specific? Do you know? Well, uh, no, I, I don't know what suburb, but I know he went to Maris Brothers. Correct. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, okay. Because okay. we, we actually played Australian schoolboys together. Oh, true. Really? Back in the day. Wow. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, what style is his hometown? Uh, Bris Vegas. Yep. <laughs> yeah, well, well, what are we talking about? Hometown. Hometown. Birth. Where, yeah, kind of where you're oh, from. Yeah, well, he's right. So okay. I, put, yeah. Yeah. I put the wrong place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. He was born in Melbourne. Correct. Uh, oh. grew, grew up in Brisbane. Yeah. Box Hill yeah. Hospital? <laughs> no, oh, just yeah. a box head. <laughs> oh, wow, man. Oh. All right, moving outside of rugby. Yeah. What's uh? What's his hobby outside of rugby? What's his? Uh, he loves walking or running around the town every day. In, in partic- about town. In particular, around summer. Okay, and yeah. he got it. Correct. He got it. Two 
them too. Walk the town. Oh, I know what I should put for my hobby. Anyway, that'll be wrong. Yeah, that's. I know what he'll say. So if he says it, okay. What do you think? he's got all the gear and no idea. So it's either golf. Or cycling. There you go. There you go. I thought yeah. he might have said watching Collingwood because I'm a mad yes. Collingwood oh, fan. Really? Oh, yeah. right. Wow. Yeah. Just across the road. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And now uh, cuisine. Favorite food? Mm. Japanese. No. Uh, oh, it was, it's probably number two. Yeah. I went Thai. Ooh. Yeah. What are your thoughts? What do you think his favourite food is? Oh, I've seen him devour. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's big on the all-you-can-eat all meat restaurants in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he doesn't mind his seafood either. So. Yeah. Seafood and eat it. Yeah, we'll get uh, Japanese. Yeah. So. Ah, yeah. There you yeah, go. Yeah. There you yeah. go. All right, and lastly, last question. pet hate. What's mm. Baden's pet hate? <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. Losing. He's not a fan of losing. No, it's. Uh, I said people that are disorganised. <laughs> oh, yeah. What do you say about that? Yeah, I'm feeling I nearly wrote exactly the same thing. I've got a tweak on that. All right, what do you think, Styles? is very structured, so I'd say. Anyone who's late upsets him. Yeah. No, well, I didn't say that. But yeah. it's a bit of what do I say when someone does frustrate me a bit? <laughs> <laughs> no, beat it. Beat it. Wow. Yeah. Well, well, you okay. did well. You did better than the players. You yeah. got a lot more right than the players did. So, front office, front office, front, <laughs> front office is going well. Yeah. But guys, let's talk about the uh, the rebels here. Mm. Um, Stolzy spent some time in Queensland. What are the what are some challenges that you had here initially coming to to Melbourne? Uh, you know, to AFL uh, stronghold. What was uh, yeah? What was the initial challenges coming? Yeah, yeah definitely, it's a, an mm. AFL stronghold. But what what I do really like about the organisation here at the Rebels and the, probably the Victorian rugby community is yeah. is our Pacifica community. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, um, the reality is, you know, a lot of Pacifica boys aren't built to go and play yeah. AFL, where they're yeah. perfectly suited for rugby. So I think yeah. it's a it's an opportunity for us in in Melbourne, even though it's a stronghold with AFL, yeah. to actually go and do a really good job around our recruitment around. Our talent identification and yeah. and give our community a good opportunity to come through and play on the Rebels and that's what we're doing at the moment so yeah. that excites yeah. me how good um, you guys have signed uh, Nella <laughs> um, have we yeah, <laughs> yeah you've got Nella uh, you've got an exciting roster moving forward in, in the coming years yeah um, what's the message to the younger kids coming through like uh, you know back in the days I'm, I'm from Melbourne I remember uh, when I grew up, I, I was playing AFL. I yeah. had no idea rugby existed. Yeah. Um, and then I remember guys our age, like Lloyd Johansson, we had to go to Brisbane. Mm. Uh, what's the message to the youngins here that obviously there's a clearer pathway here? What's the message to those kids that want to be pro rugby players? Um, and so, yeah, just some advice for, to those youngins. Well, I reckon there's a genuine opportunity. Um, yeah. You know, now you're in your home state, you're yeah. growing up, you can come and watch watch some local players yeah. um, represent the Rebels and, and yeah. aspire to be someone like that. I still remember as a young kid going to Ballymore, watching yeah. those famous yeah. Reds teams of the 
of the 80s and, and wanting to be one. I think that's the great thing. Like, if you only look in my time over the last two years, you know, when Daniel Mayava made his yeah. debut, um, yeah. Josh Cannon made his home debut, it was just so fantastic to see the schoolmates come along yeah. and you see yeah. the young clubs come along. And, and that's probably the best thing for, for me down here. You know, if you want to work hard, uh, there's an opportunity for you to play for the Rebels and, and um, you can be the next burn boy. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Good. Um, and in the front office, what's the biggest challenges for you guys here? What's what's the everyday challenge like? What's the hardest thing you find in here? Uh, look, commercially, it's yeah. There's 29 professional sporting teams in Melbourne, so yeah. it's the most cluttered sporting market in the world, and it's the most competitive yeah, marketplace. So yeah, we've got a really niche, tight knit rugby community. But yeah. for us to be a really big success in Melbourne and make a mark similar to yeah, Melbourne uh, Storm, Melbourne Victory, yeah. you do need success, and you need to. Uh, you need to attract sports lovers. So yeah. Yeah, we know in Melbourne that we've got a rugby community, a Pacifica community, an expat community, yeah. but everyone in Melbourne loves sport. So when the, yeah, the Bledisloe Cup comes to town or when the yeah, British and Irish Lions are coming, we know that AFL pe- mad AFL people go, geez, that's a big event. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like the races, the Formula One, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, AFL Grand Final. Everyone wants to go to the event. So yeah, our, our challenge is, is trying to make sure that, um, yeah, that the seven Melbourne Rebels home games yeah. yeah, is that, that, that there's a feeling that it's a it's a good event, it's good entertainment. Uh, there's homegrown talent, and and look, you touched on Nella before, and yeah, we're we're really fortunate. Yeah, homegrown captain Rob Liotta, and he, as, yeah. you, as you guys know, he's a character. Yeah. But when yeah, Stolzy did a great job when we were talking to Nella. Yeah, we a bit like the Melbourne Storm. Even though we're not the big show in town here, yeah. we do need some characters, some heroes, yeah. and some personalities yeah. down here in Melbourne because. Yeah, everyone follows sport, and and yeah. Um, yeah, we know that the big events are coming, big rugby events are coming to Melbourne. So yeah. there's guys that we want to put on billboards to yeah, yeah. to really grow the game. And yeah, for, as as Stalzy said, we want the next generation of Melbourne young kids wherever they're private school, public schools, and yeah, we do things different to the heartland states. We've, yeah. We're running academies in 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 public schools, and yeah. um, but we just want as many people in rugby looking looking at the Melbourne Rebels to say there's a pathway yeah. and it's an elite competition and, we, and no one has to go anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of um, players and, and their profile, <coughs> you probably can't pick your favourite, you're probably not meant to pick your favourite player, but who in the current squad is your favourite player? You just, every time you see him, <laughs> right now, you're like... You can't really say yeah, 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 just pick one. Teach your blokes the best, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No wonder Freeney gets a gig on the show. <laughs> Yeah, who's, who runs out and you're just like, oh, yeah, glad he's in a Rebels jumper. Yeah, like, uh, I'll, I'll kick off. Uh, look, uh, Hodgie has been an enormous contributor yeah. for the Rebels. He, he's been, yeah, and he's just such a pro and he's such a good guy and I know his parents really well and, yeah, yeah um, coming out of Manly in Sydney and, um, yeah, debuting in round one, Dumper gave him a chance and, uh, yeah, he scored 20 points and has never looked back uh, yeah. since. And he's just consistent. You know what you're going to get. And he just loves the club and he cares a lot about yeah. the change room. So, yeah, yeah Hodge is just a salt-of-the-earth guy that, yeah, every time you know that he's on, yeah, yeah. he's having a crack. Yeah, that's awesome. And yourself, mate? Do you have I, a I, I've got a, a lot of favourites. Yeah. It's so hard because you get so close to them and you know yeah. their background. Um, yeah. Probably two, I know you asked for one, but two that are really... Um, I think a really great character is um, Brad Wilkin. You know, I coached yep. him in his early days up in yeah. the NRC days and, and to see his career sort of get so stalled through multiple injuries yeah. but then to come yeah. back 
work so hard and yeah. play the football that he has over the last couple of years and get rewarded with Wallaby's selection. They're the stories I love. Bobby Tuttle yeah. as well, character, yeah. you know, cheeky, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, on and off the field, typ- typical bloody halfback. But yeah. once again, a double Achilles injury, that's as bad as you get. Yeah. So to see him bounce back from that, I just love seeing how those two go about yeah. um, everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, awesome. We're both from Wes um, and Carter Gordon's our... Oh. Is our He's probably our love child. But <laughs> no one, no one you yeah, love, love the Rebels. Then, huh? <laughs> Get your premiership last year. Guys coming down looking for a contract. <laughs> but he was, he was initially in the in the red system, and yeah. they let him go pretty early. Yeah. Um, what was something that you guys you guys got onto him pretty quick? What was something yeah. that you guys sort of identified? We probably already know because mm, as soon yeah. as we saw him jump into at a young age at West, we're like, oh, this guy's going to be. He's going to be it. Yeah. yeah. So what was like, something that you guys just had to? Uh, look, there was a couple of things. At the time, uh, Dave Vessels was the coach and um, we're just coming out of COVID and, and we yeah, we knew that um, yeah, we needed some yeah, some depth in that inside back. Yeah. So we wanted to go with someone that we could, yeah, rather than get someone that's played multiple, you know, or played for a couple of super franchises, we wanted someone that we could develop yeah. and probably learn a bit of an apprenticeship with Matt Tamua. Yeah. And um, yeah, look, Carter, yeah, we'd been following him for a while uh, and... Look, there were some really good references and a couple of guys that um, I know that both Dave and I really respect their opinions. And, yeah, um, yeah they're just things like coachable, yeah. tough, hungry, uh, yeah. and a skill set like, and vision. And one of the guys um, just said, you know, you've just had Quaid there. It, someone that's got vision that can play with width. And that was yeah. sort of where we wanted to to go and, and that was a little bit different style to uh to pup but yep. uh yeah look he had characteristics and he had a lot of potential and we also knew that he's probably not going to get the opportunity so he's a bit blocked yeah, so yeah. we do yeah and look he's embraced everything and it has as you guys know it hasn't yeah. been a straight line so yeah. We're, no, look yeah. we're yeah we're all super proud of him and having eddie jones on the sideline talking to styles and i and we see some of the things that he's been doing in games at training over the last two years so we, we were yeah. super confident that, that this year he yeah. was going to take control and yeah. you know, no one talked about him in pre-season yeah um, but we knew that he was going to run yeah. the cutter for us yeah. yeah, I might have also texted Dave. I actually got him brought Carter into the Reds um, in December when he was 16, 2016, yeah. young pup. So yeah, massive wraps on him. Yeah. yeah, he did. He came yeah. in and trained. And like yeah. seriously, he was 16, did two weeks with us. And you just looked at him and thought, mate, this guy's got attributes that Bernie Larkham had, you yeah. know, yeah. long yeah. arms on him, big frame, yeah. beautiful pass. Silky and, skills. And so always rated him. Obviously ended up getting the punt from the Reds pretty quick. <laughs> <pretty hard. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> but always massive raps on Carter yeah. and I text yeah. Dave and I said mate you got to go and get this kid so yeah. Uh, yeah. so pleased for him but you guys are creating heroes for the next gen here in Melbourne mm. but when you were younger who was your hero who did you look up to oh jeez um, you don't have to say Matty but <laughs> 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 no, that was our age that was yeah. a little young <laughs> no, look I was playing in Canberra rugby and this was pre-Brumbies uh, yeah. so there was a um, yeah so the ACT rep team which I was fortunate enough to, to play in um, and look I was same school yeah even though he was younger but uh, yeah I was just so impressed when Rafi came through oh, and, yeah. and was able mm. to just go from yeah almost schoolboy into almost Wallabies but yeah. there's a guy called Paul Cornish who um, played for the Wallabies uh, only a little guy played for Royals we you know, I played for the Vikings yeah, played against him he was at the end of his career but just a competitor and just such a humble cracking guy yeah, I sort yeah. of thought geez yeah yeah to play wallabies and and uh, and just give to the you know yeah. almost serve the community he was someone I thought geez yeah, what a, what a, what a right. um, yeah, quality yeah. guy yeah yeah 
The big one for me was Dan Crowley. Sort of grew up at um, yeah, yeah. South. Old man played, yeah. uh, ran around with Todd Eyes, old man, playing yeah. footy in the day. And, you know, to see Dan Crowley come through and, and playing the same position with someone you looked up to. Yeah. And, and he was just ruthless, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. yeah you knew, Everyone knew he was an undercover cop and what he did <laughs> the weekends. <laughs> hey. And uh, yeah. it was worse, kept secret. But, yeah, what, yeah. A, what a player. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Just on that with, um, I suppose, you know, we touched on, you know, juniors and you guys growing up and who your heroes were. Um, Obviously, you guys being the, the head office in regards to where you are and what you do now, what would your advice be for young, young athletes growing up in Melbourne wanting to make it into this system? Um, what, what words of wisdom or what advice could you possibly give them to, to, I suppose, make it to the next level to become professional? Look, my advice to the young aspiring players, and we had an academy launch the other night, would yeah. be almost no different to talking to the uh, playing group, I just think that uh, I, have, I haven't seen many players, if any, yeah. that, that their career has been a straight line and yeah. has gone, you know, it's gone exactly how they planned. So resilience, be prepared for, you know, disappointments, mm. um, you know, uh, d- don't don't be upset if you um you, know, you don't get there straight away. Be prepared to do an apprenticeship. Yep. All those things, and even you know, even talking to Eddie the other day, and you know, even my you know, career. Look, I, I've been involved with forever, but you know, it's it's the people, not always that that you know, that are the elite of the elite that, yeah. that they've got a good work ethic that that know people that work hard and yeah. that that succeed both on and off the field and that's sort of the characteristics that that our club's been looking for we've been really you know Stolz has done a brilliant job just being really really and Kevin Foot yeah we're, we 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 really understand you know what what we're about our culture yeah. uh, and what sort of characteristics we're we're looking for so i would just say that you know to um yeah to be be resilient. Work your yeah. work your bum off, and uh, when you get the, when the door opens, jump through it. Yeah, because you never know when that'll be. Yeah. Well, thanks for having us, guys. Yeah, and uh, yeah, good luck tomorrow. We'll see you out there. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks, bro. It's easy. We've got a shout out left, and then Ben uh, Chute. So, uh, Freddie, what's the shout out for the week? My shout outs to you, man. Thanks, mate. My shout out. My shout out is to you know. I know he doesn't open his heart up often, guys, um, but he's big, warm and fuzzy on the inside um, underneath that sweaty, um, you know, boring sort of exterior. <laughs> he's a good guy. Yeah. And he actually has good chat. I know I, we save all of our chat for this Wednesday podcast. It's almost like a little catch-up for us. Yeah, yeah. But I'll tell you what, when he's in love, he is in love and he's a one-woman man. <laughs> I reckon I when I'm in love, I give him an ick because I love him too hard. Know what I mean? <laughs> Just call him, I love you so much. And then they have a call for a while. <laughs> you got to say back, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> no, nah, I don't say that. <laughs> Respectful, bitch. Mate, the problem is you just got to drop your walls, man. Yeah. Let him in. I'll let, yeah, let I'll, him in. I'll let, I'll let you in. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let June if you let me in <laughs> um, Speaking of let in uh, Rebel Gang is our discount code for this week uh, Sort yourself out Jump on pigathleticclub.com And treat yourself Rebel Gang uh, Oh sh- mate can, can we fucking get into the code last week mate How the fuck is anyone going to remember that John Baptiste Bethlehem <laughs> Like Are you fucking serious Well mate? someone bought something with that code mate who? Name one. Okay, I made it up. 
So people jump yeah. on. Nobody bought anything with the code. You bought something without the code. That's how bad it was. People bought without the, using the code. Uh, use the code Rebel Gang. Fucking hell. Uh, okay, Ben Tune of the Week. Speaking of Rebel Gang, uh-huh. this is a gang gang song from someone from here. Uh huh. No. Uh huh. Turn the voice CTS. down a little bit, please. Yeah. A little bit. Of... <laughs> yeah. Cause when I was a kid, mama told me I was born a bore. 16 with 16s at the corner store. Uh-huh. Rolling cigarettes, thinking how we'll get the city from the village. How? Give a fuck about an image. How? Trying to get it how we live, but we up now.